Welcome to the Music Grind Podcast. This is episode 14. Welcome to the Music Grind podcast. Welcome back if you're uh, if you're back, and if not, then uh, thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where I'm talking to working musicians, uh, professionals in the music industry, to get a uh, behind the scenes, day in the life type of look, a perspective on you know how people got started, what it takes to get started, what it takes to keep going in the music industry. Uh, on all levels, on all different levels, and I'm sure we all we know a bunch of the stories of the celebrities, but these are the these are some of the stories of real people doing it every day, um, on the ground, the groundwork. Now here in Florida, the summer is coming up, and uh, is typically the slower season for working musicians. Um, I suspect. You know, at least in the wedding industry, uh, it's just that it's too hot for people to get married here. Um, I have no idea what what is actually going on, but uh, that's that's what's coming up. So all of us, I think, are preparing for the summer slowdown, um, as I like to call it. And uh, so that's that's basically what's been going on. I um, for me personally, just been. Um, Working, you know, doing the gigs that I've got, doing the um, the church gig, um, you know, and attending church too, um, and some arranging stuff, some new stuff on the horizon. But uh, but other than that, it's it's uh, you know the regular work, our version of the nine to five. Today's guest is an engineer, so he's not specifically a musician he's not playing the instruments but uh still integral to the uh, music making process and um he happens to be my cousin uh so as i was growing up i remember uh talking to him and you know we actually started going to school around the same time he went he was uh in school before i was um for music um and but I remember his his story um, almost growing up. I, I grew up in Jersey. He grew up in New York, so we didn't always um, see each other all the time. But I remember hearing and talking to him about all the stuff that was going on. Um, so here is his story, uh, which is really cool. I didn't actually know all of it. Like I said, uh, we didn't grow up together to see each other every day. Uh, but there are parts of his story that it even even I didn't know, which is um, actually uh, pretty interesting. The people he's had in his uh, in his studio, he's worked with uh, Dead Prez, Mob Deep, Nappy Roots. He's worked with Big Pun. I didn't know that um, with Sean Price, uh, and now he's working with cats like Yut and the Hot Four, uh, Verk, uh, who are just up and coming artists uh, in the New York scene. Uh, so, without any further ado, uh, here is Giambi. G 
Giambi. Giambi, yeah. So how did you get started? How did you get started with music? What, what was your... From the beginning? Yeah, from the beginning. Uh, like your, your first uh, experiences with it. My father. Mm-hmm. He used to play the guitar in the living room. Yeah. Saturdays, mornings, my mother's cleaning. He's in the guitar, <laughs> drinking his little whiskey, playing. <laughs> so I listen. I'm like, all right, cool, you know. Then the years passed by. We got I got the Thriller album. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool, you know. And then I started me and me and Izzy, my me and Izzy started like doing like little lip syncings in the living room. And little by little, we started. Then, and then the whole '80s scene was just crazy with We Are the World with Lionel Richie's <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the Ahas and and that shit was just like it was it was dope. It, I, I loved the music. And then little by little, I started, um, what, what the funny thing is, was there was a hi-fi electronic store in Queens that burnt down. Mm-hmm. It didn't burn down. It was just, it just burnt. And you know, us little hooligans at night, <laughs> we go to the roof, break in, take what we took. I got a mixer. Oh, yeah? I go to mixer, a DJ mixer, a Gemini mixer. Okay. So I'm like, oh, what are these inputs? What are these outputs? What's phono? What's line? Yeah. So I look at the back of my turntable, it says Phono too. I was like, oh, wait a second. Phono here, Phono here, in yeah. and out, let's do it. it. It went through. I saw the levels on the, on the mix. I was like, oh, nice. I was like, okay, okay. I'm like, so I need another turntable. Huh. I was like, nah, I, don't, I couldn't have one. I didn't have one. So I just used the tape deck. Mm-hmm. Took the outputs of there, put it into the back of the... So I was mixing both of them. I was like, oh, shit. Then little by little, I was making tapes. Yeah. And then I started I started making a little bit more money. I started buying records. Yeah. Then started doing parties. Then started doing parties at high school for the homies. Yeah. And then I got tired of playing playing people's music, carrying all these crates. I got tired of it. So I was like, I mean, I'm tired of playing people's music. Let me make my own music. Yeah. So then went to school. I went to the Institute of Audio Research first. Mm-hmm. Um did what I had to do there. Then I went to the Queensboro Community College and got a little associates there on a music program that I didn't even know that existed. I went there for business administration. Okay. Then I saw the program, like, oh, yeah, I'm switching. Did that... Did they have you play instruments? Did they... Or, no. or was it just uh, no. audio? At, at this just... point in time, it was just getting the, get the, um, the labs with the Pro Tools and MIDI. Okay. Yeah, but in high school, in Bayside, they, they they taught me how to play guitar and and keep piano. But yeah. I, I lost all the rhythm of that shit. I lost <laughs> all that. And then um, what else? Went to school, did that. Um, started set faxing my resume out. Okay. Uh, a close friend of mine, almost my brother, Dan the Man, uh, accepted the resume. Told me come in for an interview. Next thing you know, I'm making, I'm cleaning, a, I'm cleaning the studio before a big pun comes in. Okay, wow. Or I'm working, a, I'm assisting, a, I'm assisting the engineer of the engineer of Bob Powers of and Selena Johnson wow. session. So, but to me, it was just like I have to do what I have to do to make these people comfortable. It, 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 all that stardom and <gasps> Bob Powers, I wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't about that. that. I nah. was just make sure that the clients are comfortable in the studio, and that's it. Make the music. That's why, it. Why? Why is that? Like, 
you, you just knew from the beginning. I, I don't like, know. It was just a, it, it, it was just an instinct of mine. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck all these. You're a celebrity. <laughs> I want you comfortable in the studio right. and make good music. Right. That's all I. That's all I cared about. Right. Or make sure every equipment was on point. If Bob wanted certain things, yeah, fine. If Bob wanted a cafe latte, that too. Yeah. I took care of that too. Right. Whatever they wanted, and we just started. And that was just that was just that was just my whole mentality of of the studio. So and then little by little, he was like, "Oh, come assist with me." Or then he's like, "Yo, I can't make it. Can you record this session? Or can you record this?" Next thing you know, I'm I'm working a session with Inspector Deck, recording in on a two inch reel. And I was like, Phew. "Multi-track on two inch?" Yeah, 24, 24, two inch, twenty four tracks. What was what were the like? What were the inputs? What, what what's on a twenty four? Twenty four inch yeah. probably you would have the the first probably the first ten tracks would be the snare, the beat, eight oh eight, the um, hi hat, the sample. Yeah. Then after those would come the the vocals, the 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 hook. Oh, okay. The hook twice, probably three times, because I like to pan my my hooks left and right, hard yeah. left, hard right, and one in the middle, and then the ad libs, and then the but always on twenty four. Was Simpty. Simpty, yeah. Simpty was always... Simpty was right there that we could lock it up with other tape machines. And, okay. And that was it. We recorded that. Then Pro Tools that came in knocked everything out. Yeah. Pro Tools was like, click, 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 space bar, space bar. That's all we need. <laughs> and, through, and through Pro Tools and the, DL, with the DLT or the DL, DLSs, you control the remote control from the remote control for... The, for the tape deck? For the tape machine. Yeah, right, 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 right. With the Pro Tools, I was like, whoa. Right. I like that Sim, that, what, what was it, Sim, no, Simpty? Scuzzy drive, it was a Scuzzy Connects. I was, <laughs> so how, like, how old were you at this, at this point? About, about 21, 22. 21, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was in the game for a minute until, until I had my son. Okay. I was 25 when I had Roberto. And it's hard. It's hard doing what I do with a family. Let's let we'll get into that. But I I want to know first, like how. So that was when you met Dan. You started meeting. Uh, you started sending out your resumes. No, you I just already... sent him. I just sent him a resume, and oh, that just, was it. Oh, okay. I did send it out to other places, yeah. but he was the one that responded. And he's the one that took me in. Did you know him before no. that? Oh, okay. But you know what it is? He did go to the school before me, He gotcha. like a year before me. Yeah. So he saw I went to, like, oh, IAR? Yeah, let me do it. That's gotcha. that alumni shit. And, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I wash my back. But Actually, that's that's good networking. That's something that has been through. Everybody, Everybody. that I've interviewed is just networking. And that, he saw that thing. He saw that he on saw your that, resume. The resume, the institute. Gotcha. Oh, he yeah. just graduated? I just graduated, too. Come on in. Nice. And that was it. And nice. it was And it was, and it was, from there, it was just... A roller coaster ride is. It's been. It's been real. That's so. I've been. I've been to your studio a few times. Is that? It's always been the same one. The one that's across from. No. Because I think the first time no. I went was a different place. Wasn't no. It? Where was it? Or, where, where was? I I remember seeing like a certain room and then. But the ones I went to the last few times was across from Madison Square. Madison Square Garden. Now yeah. that was that. That was the only one. That, the first studio was Axis Studios. It was in Fifty uh, Fourth Street between Eighth and Seventh. We had the 16th floor in the penthouse. Okay. We recorded uh, CNC Music Factory there. Oh, nice. Some big pun. Dead President, Dead Prez. 
Wow. I did the Hell on Earth um, album upstairs. That's another, that's another little story on, on Mob Deep up there. Um, story you can talk about? We could talk about it. We could talk about it. We could talk about it. <laughs> we, we, we were doing, I was doing a session. I was assisting a session. And um, the session was over. I, you know, I, I, was a, I was an intern, assistant, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go up and clean. There's a pile of shit right in the middle of the control room. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? I'm like, nah, it can't be. So I take one of the coffee stirrers from, from I'm like, is that really? I'm like, oh, man. I call Dan. I'm like, yo, Dan, come upstairs real quick. Look at this. And from there on, Mob Deep was banned from, from the oh, studio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> prodigy will tell you. Prodigy, Prodigy, rest in peace, P. Prodigy will tell you. He has a little um, post on Instagram about the studio, <laughs> that incident. Okay. And then after that, I was it. I'm like, no more. But after that, after we closed that studio also, I ventured out. I did, uh, I, did uh, I worked on um, Jay-Z's Blueprint yeah. up on Baseline okay. in his studio up on 26, I believe. And then we were finishing up with that project. Dan was like, yo, I found this studio over here. I was like, all right, cool. Let me go check it out. It was, in, it was the one right by the garden. Like, yeah. Beautiful stuff. Like, yeah. let's do it. Jay... And, at that time, I was very, very upset with this dude because I worked, I helped, I assisted the sessions, and my yep. name went nowhere on the album. Oh, so man. I was like, Jay, stick it. I'm going over here. And then that was it. Then that's when I really started really, really recording, recording in Pro Tools. Right, right. With the help of Dan, with him teaching me and all this other thing. So, and that was it. We was there for like 18 years. Yeah, yeah. I- I remember they, I went there a few times. I took my son over there. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. a beautiful setup, like just the control room. I'll, I'll paint the picture for the for whoever's listening. You go in the control room, and, you know, you're facing the you, – you have the console and the, the uh, speakers in front of you, the Pro Tools on your – Pro Tools was on your right, mm-hmm. and you had another computer, I think a production that was computer a, yeah, That was the, the logic. That was the logic. Right. And then, you know, you look through the glass to the control room, but if you look to the right – it's Madison Square. It's literally just Madison Square Garden right in front of you. It was beautiful. It was. It was. She was beautiful, man. We made. We made very great music in that room. Yeah. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> so tell me about when you when you you said you were 25 when when uh, Roberto was born. What did? How did that? How did that change? How did you have to manage uh, now? Your career, your schedule, you know, all that. <laughs> ah, man. Um, well, when he was born, I was just working with Duck Down. We were working on um, the Chosen Few album, which is the whole boot camp click. And then out of nowhere, Sean Price came. He's like, yo, I want to do my, my album, Monkey Bars. I'm like, all right, cool. He was, I want you to. I'm like, I bet, no problem. I'll work with you, no problem. Yeah. He was like one of my, the, where I got my, 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 my engineer training from, my artistical work with, with, with an artist, you know, taking his shit, taking my shit, but in a professional level. But with Sean, you know, Sean, he, he's, he's from Brownsville. That nigga, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so that made me not give a fuck. Yeah. So when, when, my, when, my mentality sometimes when I work sometimes it's, it's, it's really, really, 
I don't give a fuck, especially if the music is garbage. I don't give a fuck. Let's just do what we got to do and, and, and go about your business. Let's just make this music. But he taught me, like, be hard, but you got to be humble with it. You got to be humble. You got to know. You got to listen to it. I'm like, yeah. He goes, no, you got to listen to it. Like, we sat down. He broke it down to me. And um, I worked on his albums, first Monkey Bars, and then what was it? Mike Tyson. And then... um. That was one of the main albums I've worked on. Like, literally, like, my name is edged on that to the day I died, the Sean yeah. Price. But then everything else, sessions for Nappy Roots. We even did a, a remix for Uncle Murder's uh, Warning with Mariah Carey, Elephant Man. So t- tell me a little more about Sean. Did you know yes. him beforehand? You knew him beforehand or... I knew him because we worked on the album, The Chosen Few. He used to come in and do his verses and leave. Gotcha. But before that, I used to listen to his music a lot growing up in high school. Okay. He was Helter Skelter, rock and rock. Mm -hmm. So I used to to grow up in them, with them, listening to them. And then actually working with them and them giving me my name also, it's a blessing. Yeah. Oh, they, they were the... They were the ones who gave, who gave me gotcha. Giambi. Okay. So, Duck Down, Buckshot Shorty, Five, Steel Tech, old Top Dog, old, Sean Bernadette, Ruck, I mean, um, Rockness, who else am I forgetting? Hanny Starang. I love all them. They, they, they really molded me into what my, my, my career really... Yeah. And I, since I'm a hip-hop head and they're hip-hop, yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, let's do it. But that was just a uh, that was just like a little foot in the door until for what what was more to come. And and I had fun, and it was a le- great learning experience. From here to this day, I still learn. Like I'm learning how to use Auto Tune now. Yeah, we're using what's that? Um, Melodyne. Right. <laughs> no, you don't like that. I don't like that. No. But that's what the people use. That's what the people like. That's what they want to hear. Yeah, that's been the that's been the trend. That's that's in, what's popular in, all in styles. everything. Everything. Oh. I was watching the Jets game the other day. <clears throat> one of the commercials had an auto tune commercial. I was like, oh my god! During the Jets game, also, I'm like, all right, you gotta adapt to it. Right. You gotta you gotta adapt to it. You gotta you gotta do the knowledge, do do the research on on the notes and all that shit. Right. Well, it is how, that's how it was. You know, it started with an 8-track and the 2-inch and the 24-tracks, Pro Tools. You just got to evolve with it. Right. Even if you don't like it, you got to do it. I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. But. So what is, how does, um, you were talking about when you were an assistant, you were doing everything. Cleaning, you were cleaning up, you know. Act, yeah. Everything. Um, now... Now, what does your schedule look like? What is it? What is like a work day for you? What does that look like for you? Well, now that the kids start school, yeah. Oh, now I have to be there. I have to be at her school at eight o'clock. Pick her up by like three. Yeah, because now we're fa- we're fast forwarding. Now you have a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both in high school. Both in high school. Yeah. So I have to tend to those first, and then I could work around like after six. After 6 p.m., I can schedule sessions. Okay. Or if they want a quick two-hour session, we could do a quick two hours in between school, in yeah, between right. the school hours. I'll come out, I'll come back out there, but everything is like after 6 with the kids now. Right, right. And on the weekends, on the weekends, 
I do, I do, I do a lot of sessions, but I try to spend most of my time with them. Right. But now they're grown up, and now they don't even, they don't even care no more about hanging out, man. <laughs> this whole summer I had them. I'm like, yo, let's go somewhere. Let's go, let's go, let's go play handball, do something. Let's go. No. Uh, on the laptop or on their phone. Yeah. They playing? Are they playing Fortnite? I don't know what the fuck. My son is, is, is he's, he's, he's linked up with some online train something, train conductors. Him and like six of his boys are linked up into a game and they pick, pick passengers up. And really? Yeah, he talks on the things like, oh, passenger number, blah, 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 train number, leaving Bryant Station, stand clear of the closing doors. <laughs> I'm like, Bob, what is that? <laughs> and I'm just talking with my friends. I'm like, I'm like all right. <laughs> As long as you're not in the corner selling drugs or doing nothing like that, but I'm right. like, ahead. <laughs> I've never heard this guy. I gotta look this up. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you the program. I'll tell <laughs> okay. you the program that he does. He, he does he, the train. It's all. It's all three. It's all virtual. The train stops and wow. And you hear the train. And like when the train goes off, he goes. Yeah. And sometimes I hear it. I'm like, yo. When I'm waking up, I'm like, am I in the am I in the train station? Like, cause I used to go to sleep on the train station right, from right. fucking Long Island to 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 Manhattan. I used to right. like wake up like, oh, which direction am I going? Am I going home? I'm going to the studio. I'm like, oh, I'm going to the studio. <laughs> but yeah, man, these kids, man, they 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 take a toll on you, especially in the, in this game, <laughs> in this in this uh, music game. But it's good, man. I'm glad to see how you, how you take care of them. You post on on Instagram all the time how you're. I love my kids, man. Yeah, I do anything for them. That's amazing, and that's not very common in in hip hop, is is it? Or because I'm not I'm not in the I'm not in that circle like you are. It's it, it depends on on who. Yeah. Because you got some some real the the homies that really look out, and you got them little um drinking. What is that? Um, cough medicine with Sprite niggas who don't give a what? fuck. Yeah, that's that new shit. That's that. They drink cough medicine with Sprite. It's called Lean. <laughs> that's what probably Mac Miller died of popping pills and all that oh, shit, yeah. bro. That was another guy I worked with only once. Yeah. But I didn't get to know him like like I knew Sean. But yeah, this nowadays it's it's it's, it's a whole totally different genre of music, different generation of people. Of, of, it's the, these, what do they call them, millennials? Millennials, yeah. Very, very, very different. Yeah. As opposed to us when we were growing up. Right now, you hear anything on the music, it's just a hook playing six, seven times. Yeah. And that's your song. Right. The verses are probably like, what, eight bars? Not right. even 12? So now, now you're, doing, you're doing this. Do you... It seems like before earlier you were you were hustling. You knew what you wanted to do. You were hustling. You need to go get excuse me, you need to get clients or you need to get in a studio. Do you find like you still have to hustle that hard or are people coming to you? Now I still got now I got to go back to that because yeah. I closed the studio. Oh, okay. And the people my my clientele is not coming are not going to Long Island as opposed to right in the heart in the Mecca of Penn Station. Right. Where every every train goes into Payne Station, right. Amtrak, Transit, the blue, the green, the whatever lines. Now nah, everybody would go there, but now it's I have to build up, go to like little open mics in Long Island, pass out flyers. Gotcha. But once they see like, oh, you GG, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming over there. Right. Okay. Because when so I so your reputation is yeah, my re- yeah. my reputation actually it, it's surprisingly it's just pretty good. 
Because when I went to, uh, as soon as I closed Protown USA, I went to work uh, in Savage Sounds in West Hempstead. And um, gave him my resume. He he re- he researched me. He, he even asked one of his um one of his clients like you. You ever heard of Giambi? She goes, Oh yeah, Giambi. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, yeah. And her name was Verna Miles. She used to work in, I believe, in Sony or Atlantic as an A and R. She said, Yeah, yeah, Giambi. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best. So he called me. He's like, Yo, whenever you ready, come by. I got yeah. the okay. I'm like, You did? I'm like, He goes, Yeah, you know Verna. I'm like, Verna. Verna Mizzle? <laughs> he goes, Verna Mizzle? Yeah, that's Verna Mizzle. She looks like, uh, she, yeah, it's Verna. She goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's my... We, were, we worked a long time with her. Mm-hmm. She has a whole bunch of artists, too, also developing artists. She's, she's, she's a very talented lady. Um, he's like, yeah, yeah, she solidified you. You ready to go. So I was like, but you know what? I still got the studio open. I'm, I can't dedicate my time. He goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Do what you got to do. So come May 1st. Uh, in the morning, Monday, ironically, I go to the old studio. I give the super the key. Do you go to Pro Town? Pro Town. Give yeah. the super and, and give him my key back. In the morning, at night, I go back to Savage Sounds, and he gives me the key to the new studio. So I was like, you know what? God is good. Yeah. You close one door and they open one door automatically in one day. Wow. So that's another thing too. Like I take, I take. I take the Lord a lot in, in I believe I even do live, live sound for churches. Yeah. I do a live uh live sound for um Alcanzando Las Naciones in Elmont. Oh, you know, yeah, I've heard that. So I do I do some I do sound for them. Mic checks, you know. Especially when they got important like little ser- little important services, other churches come. Yeah. They're like, yo, I really, really need you. Shit. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no problem, no problem. Do you have your own your own gear, or do you have to? No, nah, I use theirs. I use theirs. I use theirs. They got their own. People donate a lot of stuff to them. Right, right. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, you got this? I'm like, oh, you got tape Oh, you got this board? I'm like, nice. Yeah. So let's hook it up. Nice. Put some speakers up, hung them up. Pretty cool. And that's it. You know, I, I take the kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't like it, but I'm like, yo, you got to go. <laughs> They're like, but dad, you don't. I'm like, there's some things I agree, I don't agree, but. You listen to it. You gotta live righteous. You yeah. can't live like a like a jerk all the time. Yeah, like an asshole. They're like, okay, dad, okay. So, <laughs> and um, that's about it, man. You just gotta. It's tiring, bro. It's tiring. As opposed to sessions, three hour sessions, and taking the kids to school, then the church, and then I got a regular job too. Okay. Because some, you know, sometimes the gigs don't. Yeah. Don't pan out right for like a week right so right i had to get a real steady job right that's something else that we've we've been talking about here that you know that there are times i mean you have to diversify like you can't you can't just you can't always do one thing you can't always just play one thing you got to teach or you got to record or you can't always just record one style or one thing mm-hmm. you got to do this you do the live sound you know mm-hmm. do whatever it takes mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, like right now I'm learning. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I'm trying to learn how to master mastering. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still not on that level yet, dude. Mastering went up, man. There was when I remember when I was in school. Like there were there were cats who were like everybody kind of picked like okay, this this group of people. Okay, they're they're focused on like 
doing st- the studio stuff. This group of people were focused on the live stuff. Mm-hmm. That was me. I loved live sound. And then a whole, like, there was two, two guys who were crazy enough. I want to be a mastering engineer. Ooh. They're just, like, studying, studying. Like, it's hard. Dude, that, that's, <laughs> another, that's a whole to, other level. And the equipment for the mastering is, is, is expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. There's a couple of gear rack, uh, some racks that cost a couple of thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you get into, like, surround and all that. Man. But Dan, Dan, Dan is my everything I need mastered. I, I send it to Dan, so, the man. I was gonna ask you what happened with Dan. He's since, um, since Pro Town, so that was his thing. Yeah, he opened up a, a, a mixing mastering um studio in his um, basement called the Laundry Room in his laundry room, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he he does mastering and mixing there. But when he wants to record, he he goes to a studio called um, Razor's Music. It's on 35th Street and 8th Avenue. What's the name of it? Razor's Music. Razor's, okay. Razor Music. Razor's with a Z. Music. Studio. Okay. Some shit like that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he goes there for recording and then he mixes. He mixes there, but mostly he goes to his hot back home. Because ever since the studio closed, we've, 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 we've spent more time with our families. Yeah, because we was all we were always in the studio. Right, twenty four. There'd be days we'd be in the studio. Thank God we had a shower. We we and a dry cleaner so we could get right. Our, our hygiene was up to par. Right, but many a nights we just sleeping on the couch in the studio. Dan would be mixing. I'd be sleeping in the sofa. Yeah, people like yo, that doesn't bother you. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you don't even notice. I don't hear it. nothing, bro. Right. Once he turns it off, I'm like. <laughs> you leaving? But right. <laughs> hygiene is a big thing in the studio too. Oh yeah, man! When you got people packed in there like that, that for hours, uh, you got to clean the, the, the that that <laughs> air that out, and then the pop filters and right the, oh. the headphones. One yeah. time, one time, I was cleaning the pop filters. It was, I was like, let me clean that shit, and I put that shit underneath the water, the faucet. That shit started dripping like gooey shit. I'm like, oh. oh. Saliva from all these clients' food and shit. I like just throw that shit out, buy another pop filter, fuck out of here. Right, right. But yeah, you get that. That's what you gotta. You gotta make. You gotta have the studio comfortable for your clients to do that. Yeah. If shit is dirty, shit smells like like cigarettes or or musty. The clients don't like that. Yeah. Clients don't like. They want to feel like they're home, comfortable, and that's what I do. I make the people feel comfortable. I mean, when you're ready to work, let's work. Yeah. Yeah, because you know everybody. People come in, they just want to work. Some people want to come in and write the verses. Okay, so that's when you you know tend to them, have a little fruit bowl or whatever, something, <laughs> and make just them comfortable. make them comfortable. So that sounds more like I was gonna ask like when different roles that you have in the studio. Sometimes I would imagine sometimes you're just an engineer. They know exactly what they want. They're gonna do this, and you just gotta record it. But other times, I would imagine you're you're gonna be more of a songwriter or a producer. That too, yeah. You know what I mean. That too, that too. So what is that? What is the difference for you when? Uh, that's just, that's just the input I give them. Okay. To the to the artist, like yo, that doesn't sound right. Okay. Too many letters. Yeah. Too much wording, or, or change your tone, or follow the rhythm of the beat. Right. Or I'm gonna put a drop in the beat right here, or I'm gonna echo your vo- your voice, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's it. And people are. In general, they're receptive yeah, to that. Yeah, they love yeah. it. Yeah. They love it. Or like, oh, I'm coming back. Oh, 
That's what. That's that's what. That's how I get them. Gotcha. Me and Dan used to be like, yo, you put them in a headlock, new clients. Like, yeah, I put them in a headlock. They definitely coming back. Gotcha. So we've been new clients, headlock, headlock. All right, cool. Nice. Uh, that was your own like. Yeah, that was our own little yeah. languages. Like when <laughs> we would have sessions with females, like this, this was the party. Yeah. And this was the hard drive. So like, yeah, they had a great party. <laughs> awesome hard drive. Oh, oh, this little, this, the hard drive, you don't got that many gigs right. on the hard drive. This is... <laughs> Or the party is like, like only two people invited to the party. Right. <laughs> well, that's how we did our shit, man. Yeah. But that's about it, man. We just, we have fun. We're blessed. I've been blessed to, to, to I'm not pushing boxes at UPS. Right. I'm making music. Yeah. New, meeting new people, learning. Yeah. I'm still learning to this day. Do you want to go back out to Manhattan or like? I do. You do? I do. But I'm at the moment, I'm looking, like, at, I'm looking into it. Oh yeah, yeah. But the shit, the rent was. This was 18 years ago. Yeah. Now I'm rent sure. is probably like three Dude. stacks up more. Right. As opposed to what I was paying. Dude, and what we, about a place like, um, a place like Brooklyn? I mean, Williamsburg is like. They is they, they 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 they, uh, they told me like, yo, Dumbo's popping. I'm like, nah, it's not Manhattan. Nah, right. It's not yeah. Manhattan. Manhattan is. You think that's that's where it, that's, that's where, where it all goes down? Yeah. Dumbo's cool for your Brooklynites or whatever, but nah, Manhattan yeah, yeah. is where it's at. That's for the people that aren't oh, people that aren't there. That's down under Manhattan Bridge. Yeah, yeah. right, right by Williamsburg, right by right, right by Brooklyn. You can see the city. It's a beautiful right. view. I'm not going, but it's not Manhattan. Right, right. It's not Manhattan, but uh, so are you sticking with the hip hop? In in the hip hop or in in rap or are you doing other stuff? Right? Nah, doing I do it? other stuff. I do other genres of music. Yeah, uh, reggaeton. I do. Uh, I'm actually working with a, a a Hindu artist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's saying, but <laughs> you don't want to find the, out. The levels the levels are fine. His voice <laughs> is not distorted. I asked his girl, did he say it right? She goes, Yeah. I'm like, Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and I start mixing it. You know, I work with him. I, I working with a. Um, his name is uh, Vik, V-I-R-K. Yeah. Cool, humble guy. Yeah. And I also record uh, violin and cello for some gentleman called Yut, Y-U-T. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Hot Four. Yeah, and you, the Hot yeah. Four. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Yut. Yut. Yeah. You, I, th- I always thought it was Yut. Yut. Yeah, I used to do that. You. He said that Yut? No, Yut. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. He's a good guy. He's a good friend of mine, man. Aside from the studio stuff, uh-huh. he's a good friend. He's a good friend. See, that's another thing. Studio is studio, and a lot of people keep it like that. But yeah, we make there's friendships at the end of the day. Yeah, not, there's not too many engineers are known for that. Really, and engineers just record, send you, email you your stuff, and goodbye. Right. But people just be like, "Yo, G, I like what you did. Can you do them?" Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. You good? I'm like, yeah, yeah. How are the kids? And you know, we start talking, and you right. know, we build a relationship, not just with one, but a whole bunch of them. So that's when people are like, yo, I was in the studio with you the other day with such and such and such. I don't remember, bro. <laughs> like, I got so many things in my head. I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. But him, I also used to record a professor from Columbia University. He used to come do poetry for his class. Oh yeah. And we used to burn it. Um, burn his uh his. His whatever he'd say on CD, yeah. he would give it a CD out to his um students, mm-hmm. have them re- listen to it, yeah, 
and bring back a little report or whatever. I'm like, oh, so I'm part of the curriculum of your syllabus. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're helping out a great deal. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So it's all like spoken word. Kind spoken of word. Yeah. He sits down. He just says his poetry. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. He says, yeah, we're good. let's do it. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, Dude, that's cool. Podcasts. I do a lot of podcasts. Yeah. A lot of podcasts. A lot of, a lot of radio shows want to be recorded. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, can you put some music in the background? Yeah, sure, no problem. Oh, so the full production. The full, the full thing. I can yeah. do it. Editing or whatever. <clears throat> Somebody mumbles. You know. yeah. But it takes time. Yeah. It takes time to find out, especially if you're recording like a 60-minute interview. You got to find the precise one. Yeah. And edit. The, it's crazy. Oh, I know. It's I've crazy. <laughs> but... um. See podcast. Uh, See with this with this podcast, I started out re- um, recording video as well. The reason I the reason I stopped doing that is because video editing that sucks. It was so tedious, man. It, so so doing the audio w- would it link up with the audio, the video? Yeah. But the thing is, with audio, if I want to make an edit, right? If I want to just cut, it's whatever. I just find a spot that's quiet, cut, whatever. But if video, imagine like that spot that's quiet. I'm sitting like this, and then all of a sudden I just yeah, jump you just like sitting over like here, this. Yeah. It's like ah, uh, that's so I just whatever. I didn't I didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> so that's why yeah. So all there's, the there's pros and cons to this technology stuff. Right. All the the stuff you're talking about with the the editing, I've had you know I've, yeah, I've learned I've, that I've, too. I've learned the hard <laughs> way too. I, I don't know if you heard of Nappy Roots. It's a, a six-band um, hip-hop group from down south. Well, here. From here, Florida? Florida, Florida? yeah. Okay. Um, and they were doing a scenario remix, which is like six rappers. And I don't know how or what happened. I don't know what I pressed. This was like one of my first ventures in recording. You know how every, every vocal is lined up at this specific point of the beat? Yeah. And it's all separated. I don't know how or why all the vocals came oh, up at one. They all got moved. They all to got the, moved to at number one on the first beat on the first bar. Right. I said, holy shit. <laughs> I hit reset. I yeah. hit off. I'm like, guys, the computer crashed. Give me, <laughs> give me a couple of hours and, uh, oh, no, we can't do that. We'll come back tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. Come back tomorrow. I'll have everything rebooted or whatever. Right. I spent like three hours putting their voices back in pocket. Right. <sighs> Very Man. tedious. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's a long, it's a, it's a living experience. That should never happen to me again before. It's a learning experience. Do you ever have uh, in Manhattan, I mean like late at night sessions and all that, do you ever have situations where it's like somebody comes in just hot? They have a gun or, or just like somebody Some some situation that like You felt like you're in danger No? Well no. that's great No Never That's great Never we've, we've had pranks But nothing like I knew I knew what was going on Yeah There was this one time One time Some guy came We It was a Rod Diggs and Uncle Murder session and some guy came out of nowhere from, I think it was the next door or downstairs. He just moseyed into the room, in the control room. He started bobbing his head to the, to the music, to the beat. Then <laughs> he started rapping. And I'm looking, and then it just hit me because it was like a whole bunch of yes men and all those other tag-alongs. So I look at Uncle Murder. I'm like, so I look oh. at Rod Diggs. I'm like, 
I was like, nobody knows. Uh, you don't know these niggas? He's like, nah. I'm like, oh, nah, 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 nah. Get up. You, you, get the fuck out of there. Right. That's, that's about it. Not everything that's else a- was, everything else is copacetic. Everything is cool. Nobody wants problems. Wow, well, well. Now that you mention it. <laughs> Uh-oh. This guy's Sean Price, right? He tells Unicron, he tells Unicron, um, yeah, there's a, the studio sessions in uh, Alphabet City in, in Lower East Side. So he sends Unicron. Unicron goes all the way down to LES, and we in right here in 34th Street. Yeah. He comes back. He comes into the to the studio, hot headed. I'm like, yo, what up? And he just walked right past me, opened the door, whatever. He walks straight into the control room, looks at Sean, grabs him, <laughs> throws him up against the computer. They start wrestling and tussling and all this other stuff. I was like, yo, what's going on? This nigga sent me to 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 Alphabet City, knowing the sessions here. How Sean is Sean is Sean. Sean was Sean, and he started laughing. He's like, "You fell for it, man." <laughs> Sean was a character. I loved him. He, he, so he wasn't, he wasn't trying to piss him off. Nah, it was, it was just, just jokes. It was just jokes, kid. <laughs> One time, Sean Sean brought like twenty people from his block. Yeah, and he did like one verse, two verses on the song. And then he left, and he without saying nothing, <laughs> and left all these people in my studio. I'm like, damn, man, what am I supposed to do now? Right. Because I'm over here editing. He just dropped the verse. He goes, yo, your G, I'll be back. I'm going to the store and going to pick up 99 Dutchies. So I'm like, okay, cool, 99 Dutchies. You're going to smoke a lot of... 99 Dutchies? Nobody gets 99 Dutchies. Yo, come back here and get your friends from out of here. He was gone already, bro. He was gone. He's a good guy, man. I miss him. I miss yeah. Sean Price. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, we we do it all, man. I do it all. I do it all. Even even bands, rock and roll bands. I've recorded bands, drums. Drums is hard to mic up. Yeah. Drums is like a, a good eight mics for a fucking drum set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting all getting all like. Phase lined and all the kids, and then and then I tell people it's if if you want to record a band, it's a different price. It's not fifty an hour. Oh, it's it has more to, than that. Yeah, it has to. I'm be. like it's more than that. Oh no, and and they 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 look at me. They're like, oh gee, look out. And and you know me, I'm just I'm not an ass. I'm like, all right, I'll give you a couple of dollars, or you know. But <laughs> they take advantage sometimes, and that's when you're like, nah, I don't want to work with you no more. That's it. Oh, uh-huh. well, that's it. It's just nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing bad. Shit happens. I've had bad sessions and good sessions, but most of them, probably, I could probably count on my hand how many bad sessions I had. That's about it. Yeah. But everything else, thank God, it's music. So for somebody who's trying to, somebody who's trying to do this, you know, for a living, what kind of a do what engineering, being a musician, because there's different. Yeah. There's oh, different, that's what I was gonna. Yeah. There's engineering. There's producing. There's Live, there's a whole bunch of shit. Artist itself, lyricist. There's, well, the only thing I can tell you guys, you just want to start, do the knowledge. If you want to, you got to put maximum effort into it. If you want to be be out there, be you got to make yourself seen with visuals, videos. Um, yeah, yeah, we were just talking about this. So, so like marketing yourself... Um, you're right. Like video, having video on all kinds of platforms is the way. So, like, what? How, how does that work for a producer? 
I mean, I can see it's really pretty obviously for a singer songwriter. If you're a singer, if you're a, like me, you're a bass player. That's a little bit obvious. But how do you do that for for an engineer or for a producer? Uh, engineer is 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 just word of mouth. Yeah. It, Google you up and check out your credits. Have, you're not gonna have like a, a video of you pushing a fader. I uh, <laughs> I I think I do have one of those somewhere in there, but I I don't use those no more. I don't. Yeah. They they already know who I am, but um. Nah, just uh, but but for, for producers, what what producers do nowadays, the guys who make beats, yeah, they um, put a little tag sign on their beats, put a little tag like music by. Roca Fuerte. They put in like every other, every eight bars. They put oh, it in their beats. Yeah. And that's how they try to promote themselves. Gotcha. And put that on YouTube. And then when YouTube, it, the guys, the artists be like, oh, yeah, I got this beat on YouTube, download it. Uh, and, and you see, you hear the guy's name right there. Right. And then they tell me, like, what's the next level? I'm like, the next level is get in contact with the producer. Right. Get the rights. And then you can just shoot your video, do what you want to do. Right. Then you get the audio. But you get that beat without his without voice his that, voice. Yeah. Or you, and if you pay more, you gotta get you can get the beat separated. Oh, okay. And the beat separated is is very very awesome when you're mixing. Right. Yeah. Of course. So I tell them if you want to mix, if you want to do it good, legit, you gotta spend money. You gotta spend money. Right. You gotta buy the beat from the guy. Right. Or you gonna want MP3 the two track? I didn't realize there was that that pricing difference. Pay this much, and you get. The stereo, the mm -hmm. two-track. Mm -hmm. Pay more, you get it multi-track. Mm -hmm. that's, that's more. This is that's tight. That's that. That's how the producers do it. That's how they do it nowadays. Nice. And but um, yeah. So what's what's next? What's on the horizon for you? I know you want to go get back into you're looking at getting um, back into Manhattan. But uh, my next thing would probably get a, a, another studio in Manhattan. But if not, I want to get my daughter out there. I want to get Jaylene out there. Jaylene got a voice. Yeah, she got a beautiful voice, but she doesn't. She doesn't want to work with me. What? She, she'll work with with Theo Dan. She work with Dan. Uh huh. She work with somebody, but she won't work with me. Why is that? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I sometimes when I my father's be like, "Yo, let's let's do something together." I'd be like timid, like mm. like my father told me one time, "Can you record?" Him? I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You just got to come up with a little beat, and I will re record you. Yeah, never happened. Never happened. So I tried to. My daughter was like probably seven, eight, seven, six, 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 eight years old. I threw. I put a little setup in the basement. Pro Tools, little. What was that inbox? Yeah. Mike hooked her up. Did little Molly Cyrus, Michael Jackson cover songs. Then that was it. And after that, she didn't want to go to the studio with Dad no more. I was like, I'll go with Theo Dan. Go with Theo yeah. Dan. He, he, no. I, okay, I'll go with you, Danny. Right. Did, she did a couple of another a couple of songs, and that was it. But I could get her there. The people in church were like, "Yo, you got a beautiful voice." She's just shy. Oh, is that what it is? That's she, what it she, is. She she enjoys it. She but likes, she's shy. Yeah, yeah, she's shy. Okay. She's shy, but she loves music. Yeah, she's. I'm put on '80s songs in the car. She sings right there next to me. Right. She doesn't. She don't really like songs nowadays either. She she's like me. Good she's, for her. She's an old soul. When I hear her sleeping, she has a little phone on on, on low with her music playing. Yeah. So I, I, I see it's in her. Yeah. The music gene is in her. The DNA is in her. I just need somebody to. Yeah. Because if it's me, she's going to be timid like, no. Right, right. Oh, I want to do it right or dad's going to get mad. Oh. Type stuff. Okay. But um, 
it's her. She's my next, my next view of what's going on. Right. In the future for me. Right. And that's about it. Her. I let my baby blow up. How old is she? She's not, fourteen. She's fourteen. She's okay. fourteen. So there's still time. There's plenty of time. Yeah. There's plenty of time. Yeah. There's plenty of time. Yeah. You don't want to risk like having a. I don't know those child stars, those child yeah, whether they end the up movie all, stars, music stars, they end up all messed up, right. high on shit. Right. Yeah. Now let her live, do her high school, do what you want. You want to sing, go. You want to do because she wants to be a veterinarian too. She wants to take care okay. of the animals and all that. So you want to do that? No problem. Yeah. If you want to sing, you can sing too. Right. The world is yours, babe. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. That's 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 my main thing. I want to see my daughter out there. I want my daughter out there. Right. Whether it's me recording and mixing, well, it's me. It's gonna be me mixing, <laughs> but recording she could record with whoever. Right. But me, I'm gonna be mixing. Right. But that's that's my that's my future for for my baby to blow up. Robert, I don't know Robert. He's a tech geek, bro. He could be. He, he could, could be wind the, up. He could wind up writing the software that you're using yeah. to record later. I told him he's like, <laughs> yo, dad. I'm like, Bob, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to work on the trains. I'm like, cool. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, I want to be a conductor. I'm like, conductor? I'm like, Pa, you could build better trains. Right. You could make a, 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 a hybrid plane, a, a train or some shit. Right. Don't, don't get stuck on that conductor shit. Be more. Right. He goes, okay, then. All right, cool. So he started going to school for that. So, so he's, he's doing his thing. That's great. Dude, so that's great. God has blessed me with two wonderful kids. I'm healthy. Ten toes, ten fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And your kids have ten kids. Everybody, <laughs> I'm blessed, man. There's a lot of families out there that kids come out all messed up, one ear, or some bullshit. I'm blessed, and I, and I thank God for that. My career, my family, you guys, everybody's still kicking and, and living, and we still we still here grinding. Yeah, doing what we doing. We love what we do. Working in, in music. Yeah, man. Music. Music is life, man. Music is everywhere. Music is... It's like... It's, it's therapy. It's, it's and, it, and what's interesting to me is like it's, it's stuff that we would... We enjoy it so much, we would do it for free. Yeah. But I mean, this, I mean we, we, we can't. got to make a living yeah, too. Yeah, we can't. We can't. But as much as I would like to help you, I, 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 you got to pay the, the, the studio and me. Right. But it, it's... it's it's great to see. It's great to see how how you've um, pursued your passion for this long. I've I've you know seen you for for so long doing this. This is this is awesome. I still don't believe it, kid. I just <laughs> do what I do. Right. And I li- and, and I just do it, man. I, I've 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 I just do it. I just make the music. I just make the music, man. And people want me to do it. I'm I'm with you. Dude, like great. right now, I'm working with Granddaddy IU on on, on one of his albums. Um, I'm getting a bunch of people that I know who I've worked with on his album. He's getting people who he knows on old school, new school. Yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be a good album. It takes it's taking its time, but it's going to be a good album. Nice. So and that with him too, Granddaddy IU. I I just finished meeting him, working in Savage Sound probably like about a year now. Good guy, great beats, and he gave me enough confidence for him to work with him, record his stuff because. I just managed the studio. The owner, the owner, he, he works with the owner. They're tight. Right. But the owner's doing some other shit. Right. On, so I'm just 
he's like, yo, you want to work? I'm like, yeah, let's work. And right. then we just, we hit it off. Yeah, that's great. We hit it off. And, and that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the kind of respect and repertoire I get from everybody I work with. Nice. Everybody. They're like, oh, he's cool, he's cool. I fuck around with IU and be like, yo, that beat is trash, man. Yeah. It shit is, sounds like garbage. Shut the fuck up, man. And then we just we just play around, but it's all, at the end of the day, it's all about the music, kid. Right. He has the ear, I have the ear, and we go, we go. It's it's it's, it's going to be magical. But that's about it, man. We just making music. Bless, kid. Where can we where can we follow you? Keep up with what you're up, what you're um, doing. You can follow me at um, Giambi33 on Instagram. Um, Giambi33. And on Facebook is Giambi, the studio zombie. Duh. Yeah. Duh. D-A. Yeah. D-A. I think it's two Zs also. I'm going to have at, at each thing I have the, you know, in the show notes, I have the links. So. Yeah. Giambi, so, the studio zombie. The cuz, yeah. the cuz, we'll, we'll, we'll put it up. True. But, um... You catch me there. You catch me in the studio. Catch me in the back of the church. Catch me in front of the high school waiting for my kids. You catch me anywhere, <laughs> man. You catch me anywhere. Just just hit me up on the gram. Or if you guys know my number, hit me up. Right. But um, but it's all in New York. Yeah. I'm only I'm here for visiting. Just And I was here for you. I was like, I, I heard the, the, the podcast. I'm like... I'm like he can interview me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, you gonna interview me? Cause that's True. it." And I'm here, man. We, and thank God for letting me bless your your podcast, man. Oh man, thanks for doing this. Man. Nah, man, of course, man. You my you my blood, kid. Yeah. And hell yeah, anything for you, kid. Anything, anything. And likewise, you need. man. If you go up there, you need the time. You just come through, lay down base or whatever. As a matter of fact. I want that 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 video clip that you did with you harmonizing. Fucking genius, bro. <laughs> that shit was Thank awesome, you. bro. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did mention that. I want yeah, that. Yeah. I right. want to post that shit up. That shit is awesome. That's another thing too. Market. We gotta market, 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 yeah. bro. Like when you do that, so if you send me that, put like the link of your the podcast, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Throw everything. We'll do it, kid. Yeah. But yeah, man. That's it, man. I've been blessed. God is good. Amen. God is good. That's all Amen. I can say. Thanks for doing this, man. No problem. You know I love you, cuz. Amen. You know I love you, Pa. Always, kid. That was Giambi. Um, love you too, cuz. And and I just want to make a quick correction. Um, at the beginning, I called him an engineer, but he is also a producer. Uh, so I just wanted to make that correction. There you go. You've heard his story, uh, how he came up, um, how he's been working through through the ranks, essentially, you know, coming up, doing um, just doing the basic stuff at the studio and working his way up, uh, working with cats like like uh, Big Pun, Sean Price um, and, and anyone else who's coming through and uh you know, it's it's the classic um, networking story. His his story with Dan. He sees uh, the school on his resume. gets gets that that start, and then just keeps working. It's word of mouth um, from here on out. Um, you know, with whatever other promotion, but word of mouth is the best thing. Uh, and this is this is true on on all 
uh, on all fronts. If you're a player, if you're an instrumentalist, an arranger, an engineer, a producer, um, you know, anything, it's, it's all networking. Uh, so that's why his, you know, his story is, uh, is integral. It's, it's quintessential. Um, so yeah, there's Giambi. Follow him on uh, social media, on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, and if you're in New York, uh, Long Island or Manhattan or any of the other boroughs, um, you know, and you need studio time, reach out to him. And um, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, uh, The Music Grind, which can be found on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on, uh, on Stitcher. Uh, I paused there because I just remembered, you know, the, the whole Spotify thing uh, with the fair payments to musicians. It's, this is a subject that... Uh, I'm not going to get into right now. I need to do a little more research, but um, yeah, that's uh, man, Spotify and, and fighting the whole, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Do your own research. I'm going to uh, do my own research and I might get into it in the next, uh, the next episode and get into my thoughts on that. Um, but check it out this this podcast is still available on spotify um for for now <laughs> and maybe for a while i don't know um you can reach out to me uh on social media as well at the music grind or um at music grind podcast there it is i should know my own handle huh uh, at music grind podcast and email music grind podcast at gmail.com and uh, for me personally and that video that he referenced um, at the end is on my instagram it's on my youtube actually but i think i put a clip on instagram uh, which is at tdv music and um, yeah there you go subscribe share review tell your friends um, and come back in um, in about two weeks. There will be another episode uh, on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, then, everybody um, out there, stay safe. And thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>